What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. Today, we got LA is on fire, but not actual fire this time, just with sports. We're going to talk about all that, NBA playoffs coming up, and a whole lot more. My name is Julian. I'm with Brooklyn. What's going on, brother? Uh, that was a little bit of a dark intro. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> shout, out, shout, out, shout out to everybody in LA. <laughs> but I'm good, man. I'm back. Hopefully, I'm back for a long time. It's been wild. Shout out to J Crush for holding it down. Sorry, I only made sorry. one like little cameo in the last couple of weeks, but hey, we we chilling, we chilling. But exactly. I'm glad to be back. I'm ready to get into it. Basketball's wrapping up. Baseball's heating up. It, it's a lot of fun. It, it lot absolutely of fun. is a lot of fun. We also know just just know that we know it's happening. Hockey is getting towards the playoffs, so Godspeed to those teams. Go crazy, yeah. go stupid. Well, we'll we'll do our best to. It, it's not gonna. We're not gonna even <laughs> pretend this year. It, it ain't gonna happen. But good luck if if you like. I mean, we we here for the playoffs. playoffs. It's hard to give you regular season hockey, but it's, we we make cameos. Eh. Maybe maybe once around. This is just season. me acknowledging that it's happening. That's all. <laughs> Fair enough. It, now, it's for more than just acknowledgement, we're gonna talk a little baseball. All right. I started off a little grim, as Brooklyn mentioned. Uh, <laughs> Just a little bit. A little a smidge grim. Um, but yeah, there's there's a little bit of trouble in paradise over in L.A. And uh, it, it's for both teams, really. The, the Dodgers and the Angels are both just floundering at the moment. Uh, the Dodgers are 2-8 and eight in their last 10, and the Angels are 3-7 and seven in their last 10. And the only reason the Angels are 3-7 and seven is because they played the Dodgers. So... Mm. You know, both of these teams have not been doing well. The Dodgers started off. I think there were. I want. I want to say there were fifteen and like five. They were hot, and now they went from being hot to can't even win a series. Yeah, they have lost five straight series for the first time since twenty seventeen, which is crazy because they have been really good for a long time. Yeah, Um, and losing five straight series is a sign that you are um, not, in fact, very good. Yeah, are struggling. They're definitely struggling. Something's not clicking. Yeah, and I mean, if you're watching any of the games, it's just really, really bad offense, primarily. Corey Seager's not playing particularly well. Mookie Betts is struggling at the moment. Pretty much the whole lineup has just gone anemic. Yeah. And, I hate, mean... Hate to see it. Yeah, and we saw Trevor Bauer kind of come out yesterday a little bit upset. He's He's pitched three games in a row, and in those three combined games, he's had two total runs of support given to him yeah and it's really really tough when the new guy is the voice in the room because you you never really want that when you're you're a good team you've been to the playoffs a couple years in a row now you obviously win a championship so you want the guys like a Mookie Betts Cody Bellinger Justin Turner Clayton Kershaw even to be the guys who are coming out and saying something about the team's struggles but when you got the new guy coming in, he's the voice of reason in the locker room. It's kind of tough. Like you, you don't want that to be the forefront of the push. Now it's good. That that's great for Trevor Bauer. That's the type of player he is. But we need that same exact energy from those solidified Dodgers. You feel me? I feel you, especially because you know this is the first true slump this team has ever kind of faced outside of the playoffs and obviously they've had their playoff struggles outside of last year but mm-hmm. this is the first like true test that's not been three to four games that this group has had in a long long time yeah. 
Exactly. And, you know, they, there's a reason that there's not a lot of teams that repeat championships in any sport, and it's because it's hard to do. People, yeah, in baseball, you don't see it. <laughs> no, you don't at all. And that's because, you know, you come in, and it's hard to replicate high-hitting performances or even pitching performances. There's a lot more tape on you since there's so many games. You learn mm-hmm. how to pitch to people. You learn what makes them hot, what makes them cold. Yeah. And now here we are, almost 40 games into the season, and the, the Dodgers are two and a half games back at the San Francisco Giants. Say say that one more time. Say, let the, the let Los that hit the Angeles eardrums. The Dodgers <laughs> are two and a half games back of the San Francisco Giants. The, the, the first place San Francisco Giants? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Ooh. the them right Ooh. there. So, yeah, Ooh. and I mean, I'm not sold on the Giants yet. I think not their at pitching all. has been fantastic. We'll see what's going to happen with them. I do still think the Dodgers wind up winning this division. They just got to figure it out. The bats will come alive again. There's too much talent on that team not to. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a tight, tight race between them and the Padres. Yeah, and then, the, f- oddly enough, the Angels have actually had pretty decent production out of their starters this year. Andrew Haney has got to be a top-five Cy Young-type guy right now if the season ended today, which is a stupid statement 40 games into the year. But <laughs> it, it's something to be said nonetheless. He's been really, really good for them, and I don't think they've expected to get – a starter to be as good as he's been and then you've had Shohei have a good couple of starts and yep. you have you know the bullpen's not been great this team is minus 27 in run differential but that's in large part to the offense I mean when the offense strikes they're really really good and, mm-hmm. and there's games where they're scoring 10 11 12 13 runs a game but then you look at the next three and they got one combined and so you have these outliers kind of bringing up those total runs scored, making them look better than they probably are. And then you got Mike Trout batting damn near 400 on the season. Yeah, uh, in a season where <laughs> I think the MLB average right now is 236, which is the lowest it's been since like the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Trout's hitting almost double that. So he's the best player there's ever been, and it's not particularly close. Man, Bob, Mike Trout is special. Appreciate it. Yeah, that, that, that's all I could really say. Like he, like you said, forty games in, he's batting three seventy six with a one point two zero one OPS, a seven thirteen slugging, eight home runs, eighteen RBIs. Like, come on, man. This is one of the best in baseball history. It's Enjoy crazy it. that on a team. Where you have Shohei Otani, who throws a hundred as as a pitcher, and then has the lead or tied for the lead, I think, in home runs in baseball. That you have a guy two to three times as good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like insane. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it's go wild. watch go watch the Angels when you get a chance. Not because they are good, but because Mike Trout's insane. They, they got great players. Bad team. Yeah. Also, also, one thing yeah. uh, we got to talk about with the Angels, being yeah. a bad team and having somewhat of a bad season for a great player, Albert Pujols, released, gone. Doesn't really ride off click. into the sunset, but now he's just lingering as a free agent. 
Yeah, that both clicked for us at the same time. He's so he's not technically a free agent. He actually got DFA'd, is kind of what happened there. So he's okay. he's he got sent down. We don't really know what's gonna happen because obviously, getting sent down as a as a almost forty year old, you don't really have too many send downs left in you. You know, <laughs> so um, he's he's free to go wherever he likes. He can stay with them or he can kind of move on from that. And this is. A really interesting situation because, like you said, he's not riding off into the sunset. In fact, m- most players don't get to do that. I mean, no, they don't. And, and, it's hard to go out on your own terms or even and, good terms. And that's why, like, when you look at some stories, like when you look at Peyton Manning, who goes out and granted he was super injured and barely mobile by the end of it, goes out winning a Super Bowl. And Tom Brady will probably go out winning a Super Bowl. Same thing with Ray Lewis. You get a Super Bowl your last year. Yeah, or like uh, Jeter with the, the the hit to walk it off with the Yankees. Like Things like that yeah. are really, really difficult to do coming into your last season. Or like Kobe with the with the 60-plus point game, to the last game in the Staples Center. Like those, That doesn't happen. No. There's a reason that we bring those moments up so much is because that doesn't happen. And so now you have Albert Pujols, who isn't just one of the best third baseman, first baseman of all time. This is like a special player. His first yeah. 10 years in uh, in the league when he was with the Cardinals, I mean, there was like five hitters that were better in their first 10 years. Yeah. And he was just in that conversation. He was in the conversation with guys like Jimmy Fox and Lou Gehrig in terms of first baseman stats. And he wasn't quite the same with the angels he got a really really bad contract that i think everybody knew was pretty bad uh and and he's part of the reason which is kind of funny that a guy who was just known to mash the baseball he's part of the reason now that we look at advanced analytics when it comes to giving guys contracts because every advanced analytics showed that he was going to regress and continue to regress. K percentage went up, whiff percentage went up, walk percentage went down, slugging percentage went down, all of that before he signed this contract. Mm-hmm. But nobody cared because it was Albert Pujols. Yeah, absolutely. And so now you're going to start seeing guys like Bryce Harper and Manny Machado sign those deals, but younger before those numbers start to skew down. Yeah. So it's if tough you get, Yeah, it, it really is. Pools is all-time great. He's going to be a first bout Hall of Famer, and if he's not, throw away, cancel the Hall of Fame, just throw it away. Throw it away after this year. I don't get how you can have a whole class without a single inductee, but that's a that's a story in its own. Where I mean, we've talked we've talked about it yeah, a million where times. We're not going <laughs> to go too crazy into that. Ba- but baseball's our favorite sport, but it's the worst sport in terms of like the people who wanted to be a certain thing. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and we, we, we got a little bit more of that to come. We'll give it a couple minutes. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. You, you, um, you get our weekly rant. <laughs> the weekly rant. And then uh, just a, a fun little surprise, not for us, but in general. The Red Sox are the best team in baseball right now. Yeah. They are. I don't think I don't think many people expected them to be good. Of course, there were some people like, oh, the Red Sox are going to be good because they were just weird. One of the saves somebody was gonna like be good. they they made some decent little moves. I'm no, they made the some great moves right and they, now, so. they helped their offense out a lot. But I just don't think anybody expected their pitching to like hold up. It's not that they've been good, but they've held up. 
And I don't think anybody expected that. So here they are at 22 and 13. They were the first team to 20 wins. Mm-hmm. They're three and a half games ahead of the Yankees and the Rays for first place. Interesting stuff out of Boston. I don't know how long it's going to hold because I don't think that pitching will hold. But I mean, maybe it does when Sale gets back. You never know. But I don't think he's coming yeah, back I'm, this year. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Okay. But I am on the same boat as you. I don't think it holds. But, I mean, they got some bats. so They, they certainly do have some bats, so. So cool stuff. Yeah, something. You, something. you mentioned uh, the Yankees. They finally turn it around. So you're not getting that weekly rant of <laughs> the Bronx Bombers not bombing anything. Yeah, they've actually been pretty darn good. Yeah. Since uh, literally since that that uh, episode, they've been fantastic. You know, I think they were listening to the spectators as everybody should on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Go both check that out. Yeah, go listen on both. Yeah, yeah. I think they were listening to it. You know, it, it, there's not many times where something just happens after we talk about it. But you know what? The Yankees clubhouse, <laughs> Brian Cashman, Aaron Boone, they had it playing over the loudspeakers in the clubhouse. And they heard the sweet, sweet, sweet vocals of Julian in Brooklyn. See, and, and that's I think that's where us. you're wrong, though. I think everybody listens to our show because every you single know, time right. we talk about somebody or some team doing well, they absolutely fart on the bed. Immediately after. Every single time. It's I think a... we were talking about Giannis like five weeks ago, and then like the next game he's, he had like 11 points. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> what are we doing here? Giannis, stop listening to the show. Go get in the gym. No, 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 no. Don't, don't stop. No, okay, you don't have going. to. No, no, no. Put it on. Here's the thing. All right. He's not going to listen because he doesn't want to get the heebie-jeebies if he hears his name. Uh-huh. But he's going to put it on, screenshot it, put it on his Instagram story. You're right. And then he's going to say every Monday on the new time slot of 7 p.m. Eastern time, you get a new episode of The Spectators. He'll tag us. And we're going to repost it, he'll too. Do another, we show he'll, love. He'll do another video right after just talking about how great it is. That is true. <laughs> that is really true. Thank you, Giannis, for the plug. <laughs> Shout out. And and all the other pros and all the respective sports. Appreciate the love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every, all of them. Every, yeah. We're not going to leave any of you guys out. Shout out. Um, <laughs> switching gears. <laughs> talking about Giannis. Let's go ahead and talk about the NBA. Yeah, look at that segue, baby. Look at that transition. Look at that. So, the NBA, we're in, the, I believe, the last week of the season. The playoff yes, is coming right around the corner. And the picture is really starting to take form. We're starting to see who's where, what's who, how many pennies, all that good stuff. Mm. Uh, the first five seeds in the West are all locked in pretty much. Maybe order might change around a little bit with uh, Dallas only being a game ahead of Portland. Mm-hmm. But one through five over there are locked in. Dallas is in the playoffs to some capacity. They're in. What a pretty Denver, high seed, too. Clippers. Yeah, I think there are five. They they've been playing really well, like to end out the season. Because I think like three weeks ago they were like the ten seed, and they kind of just flipped the switch. Yeah, and I know both of us were kind of just like I wouldn't say writing them off, but we definitely started scribbling and had it off to the side. Oh, I I wrote them off. I fully wrote them off. 
I'll take I'll yeah. take full responsibility for that. If there's a reason that the Mavericks are good, like I just said previously, it's because I said they stink. Ever you since know, I said they suck. Mark Cuban. Shout out Mark Cuban for listening <laughs> and playing the spectators. I gotta say, shout out Marky Mark. That's my guy. <laughs> shout out Shark Tank. Look, free clout. I got you, baby. Listen, listen. If if a shark himself is listening to the show, you should too. Like, I don't know what else to say about that. Absolutely. But they're in a five seed. They're in the playoffs. Luca's finally getting an opportunity, like a real one in the playoffs. And if they stay where they're at, they're not going to have the play-in either. They're going to get Denver. That's not fun. That's not fun at all. That's not fun even a little bit. <laughs> That's not going to be a fun four-game series for the Mavericks either. But, but you know, no Jamal Murray. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I hear, I'm hearing you. But for the for the teams below them, it's not so comforting right now. Portland is a game ahead of the Lakers, comfortably in the sixth seed right now. And then every other team below that, 7, 8, 9, and 10, are in the playoff tournament with the Pelicans trying to knock on a door but kind of on the outside looking in. We got the Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, and Spurs. So as it stands... You would have a Lakers-Warriors one-game playoff. The -hmm. winner is the seventh seed. The loser plays the winner of the Grizzlies and the Spurs. Winner of that game is the eighth seed. It's convoluted. It's kind of wild. It's really fun. I don't love it, but we got it. So we're going to enjoy it. For the sake of, like, just basketball fans, it's cool. Because it just adds that extra layer of intensity and excitement. Oh, it, it is it is messed up because one game you're just done like it, it's tough it's tough but here, here's my hot take that i've been telling you but i want to put it on the airwaves Uh-oh. i want to do that Uh-oh. i want to do that the seven eight seed playoff play-in game i got steph curry going bananas and and taking it and then lebron's gonna go play memphis and john moran and they're gonna beat them and then Real be the time. eight seed but I got Golden State being the seventh seed and playing Phoenix. Okay. Okay. I probably agree with you. Um, we just put out our player of the week. It was Steph from last week. Spoiler alert. Uh, Steph was nuts last week. He averaged 40 a game in, in four games. Since coming back from his little injury stint, he's been absolutely insane. I think he's leading the league in points per game. He's leading the league in total points. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's leading in three-point percentage, but he's, like, up there. Yeah. Um, obviously, as he as he tends to do. He's shooting, like, 47% from three, which we usually look at it and you're like, okay, that's pretty good. But he's shooting 15 threes a game. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little Can ridiculous. Come again? <laughs> little ridiculous. Um, one more time. <laughs> unless the Lakers are fully healthy. Nah, fully healthy is a strong word because the Warriors aren't really that good of a team. It's, it's kind of been Steph versus the world, and then yeah. you, pray, you pray that you get 30 points from some other guys. But if the Lakers have a 20% LeBron and then, like, I, Schroeder isn't there and Anthony Davis is still not feeling it, they get Now, they we'll get say this out. about Anthony Davis – I believe last night he dropped about 40 points. So he, he looks like he's back to form. In yeah. theory. In theory. 
So, but Let's see what happens if, if there's any team that in a one game set terrifies me against the Lakers, it's the Warriors. Just just because of what Steph can do. Oh, Steph could just drop sixty on your head top. No more tune for your head top. You got a lot of you Drake influence today. This man. Mm. I know. Hey, you're done now, eh? You're done now, eh? The defending champions might be in trouble. They're the seventh seed. If they lose to the Warriors, they're in a one-game win-or-go-home situation. And I mean, and I mean, at least they get the bounce back. Yeah, at least, at least they, they get, get the bounce, bounce back. back. Now, spin zone. Okay. Anthony Davis is back. Uh-huh. He's healthy. He's good. The Lakers uh-huh. win out. Yeah. They get the sixth seed. Now we get a Clippers-Lakers first round. Ooh. Nobody's talking about the spin zone, but I'm here for this. No, nah, nobody talking about it, but I like it. I'm spinning. I'm spinning. I like that. that and I like nuts. that a lot because that's a lot of fun right away in the first round. Yes. But I don't know, man. I feel like if you put the Lakers against anybody, if they're even kind of healthy, I'm taking the Lakers over the Suns in a seven-game set if they're healthy. And I know I've watched Suns basketball this year. Don't I? Don't just start typing saying. <laughs> what do you I, mean? <laughs> I I get it. The Suns are like I think the only team top ten in offense and defensive efficiency. Chris yeah, Paul's had Suns a great are year. A special special team. Man. Bridges has had a breakout season. Aiton's been really really good. I understand all these things. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Get it. They probably have the coach of the year over there, which is crazy. I don't know if you give it to to him or you give it to Thibodeau. Probably him. I don't really know. I'm I'm not mad at either, but I'm not mad at either. I, and I think, you know, it, it's it's interesting because the Suns had more expectations coming into the year. I don't think anybody expected them to be the second best team in the NBA. No. 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 Not at all. <laughs> But I do think there's a lot of expectations for them with the way they ended the bubble, getting Chris Paul, another year with these young guys getting better under Chris Paul. I think it it was a perfect storm for them. You saw what Chris Paul did with the Thunder. Now they're at 48 losses without him. Granted, they traded everybody and they're not trying to win whatever, but we thought that's what they were doing last year. Chris Paul wasn't having it. So I know this is kind of tangented away from the Lakers, but this is playoff time. It ain't all about the Lakers. Not even a little bit. You know who else it's not all about? Who? The Boston Celtics. Mm. P.U. Have they been bad? Yeah, Yeah, you guys stink. You guys stink. This is a team, and I also want to preference everything by saying I am a known Celtics hater. I am too. I think there's like three teams in all of sports that I'm a hater towards. I can only actually think of two. The Celtics and the Green Bay Packers. Every other team, I don't really got beef with you like that. As much as I hate the Red Sox, I always appreciate when they're good, right? Mm-hmm. I can't stand the Celtics. I can't stand the Packers. Okay. So seeing this Celtics team pretty much explode after like constantly signing and trading and signing and trading stars and drafting stars and then trading and not resigning and whatever mm-hmm. they're doing mm-hmm. has been really, really fun for me. <laughs> it has. <laughs> it's been really fun. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are studs. 
Make no bones about it. I loved. I love Jason Tatum. But Jalen Brown's out. They hurt each other. Which is pretty much a nice little bow on top of their season. Mm. Where <laughs> they play iso ball and just hurt each other. Terrible. It's really bad offense. They score yeah, a lot of points, it. but it's terrible offense. Yeah. If you guys have watched the Celtics game. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun even a little bit. Now, what is going to be fun is LaMelo making his return, Ooh. balling out. A uh, cool side note about the balls. Uh, the two mm-hmm. balls played played each other the other night. Mm-hmm. So that that was nice. Alonzo and LaMelo got, got to get it popping on the court. So that was cool. Nice Upcoming little uh, backyard uh, Lonzo, brotherly friend. love. So that's a hot take, I think, right there. I'm looking into the future of your thoughts, and you think that Lonzo, Lonzo going to Charlotte? So I like that. I'm with you. I'm here for that. Cool. <laughs> Lonzo and LaMelo. Brothers, duo, Charlotte, MJ. I like it. Take it. But I'm excited for LaMelo to go off, beat Boston, take that seventh seed, and then Boston goes on to probably play Washington. Yeah. And Russ drops a triple double. Russ drops a 11 point, 26 assist, 22 rebound, triple double. <laughs> and Boston <laughs> to beat is the Celtics just at the out buzzer. of there. Off a Rui Hachimura tap And Boston goes back to Boston and goes to plant seeds in the TD Garden. Hoping that they could grow roots and keep that team together before they blow it up for just imploding this year. Well, and that's exactly what I was going to bring up. If Boston, by some stretch of the imagination, because realistically they're too talented not to get into the playoff at least, right? Yeah. And we're we're talking like an eight seed. Yeah. Like official eight seed. Um if they either a lose both play-in games, because at mm-hmm. this point I don't think they're getting in. I think the two games back of the six seed, like I think that's done. So, if they either a don't get into the playoffs, or go in as a seven or eight seed and get swept, it it's probably over for this group, right? You would think so. And, you know, we're not here to be doom and gloom. Oh, you lost in the playoffs. You got to restart. Because I don't think that's the case for every team. No. Like, if the if the Knicks go into the playoffs and they get swept by the Hawks, it's tough. You don't trade Randall. <laughs> you look, know what I'm e- like, even last year, uh, the Sixers, they lose. And people were talking about blow it up. I was saying, don't. Keep the team together. Get rid of uh, uh, the coach. And now look yeah. at what happens. They yeah, do that. The they get a go. solidified coach. And now they're the one seed. Yeah, so it's not always about just blowing it up. It's about you need a big change, whether that's moving a star, moving a role player that plays big minutes, getting a new coach, somebody front office, whatever it may be, something big has to happen, especially for this Boston team. And I think that's a great reason why I think they probably should blow it up to an extent because Boston has been really knee-jerk reactionary the last couple of years because they haven't lived up to expectations. Mm-hmm. And... Well, they started to be good, what, a couple years ago, right? Yeah. And they they went out and they, they got Kyrie Irving. Yeah. They got Kyrie. That didn't work out. Didn't, like, did, was Kyrie, Kyrie wasn't traded, right? He left. He was. He was traded uh, for uh, Isaiah Thomas. Okay. He left Boston. Well, but. yeah, he left. He walked from Boston. He got traded to Boston. Left Boston as a free agent. Yeah. Um, 
So they get Kyrie, and then they have a young Tatum, a young Jalen Brown. With Kyrie, they get Al Horford. So now they're thinking, man, we got this team. Al Horford eventually gets traded. So they bring in Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward eventually gets traded. Kyrie winds up leaving. They bring in Kemba Walker. Like these are all All Star guys that half that yeah, list these, I just these said are, are Hall of pickups. Famers. These are huge pickups. Literally half that list I just said are Hall of Famers. When you look at Horford, Kyrie, and maybe even Kemba, that's a stretch. Certainly that, not Gordon Hayward, but you know. I mean, he's making Hall of Fame money, so get your bag, King. <laughs> More than that, that man's making. <laughs> he's making crypto money. Um, <laughs> To the moon, but, maybe. But, they, but they've been rotating through All-Stars for the last half decade. Yeah. At what point is it not the, the pieces and is it just like the whole? I think we're to that point. I think so, too. And so, and I do think there's a contingency on them getting swept or winning one game. If you, if you take the Nets into six... You're not mad at that. Yeah. You're supposed to lose that. If you get swept, it's not competitive. You win one game where that one game, KD left in the second quarter because his hamstring decided to. Hey, 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 hey. chill yeah, out, chill out, okay. chill out, chill out. Um, chill out. <laughs> we don't need to put we don't need to put that bad juju in the air. He's doing it to himself, bro. Come on. We, we don't need to put that um, in the air. But but you know what I'm saying? Like K- KD listens to this too, bro. I Come hope on, not. turn it off. Uh, <laughs> I Celtics it, they're in a really weird spot they're in a they really are. really weird spot where they're just way too talented they're not going to trade Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum but mm. what do you do how do you fix it just don't lose to the Hornets <laughs> and we're also at the point where we've talked so much and I say we as in like the media because we're members of the media now that's us the spectators, a.k.a. members of the media, you know, you've heard. Streets have been talking. Absolutely. Streets uh, stay talking. <laughs> they never stop. That, I lost my train of thought, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you, while you uh, get it back, go talk with us at underscore the spectators on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Check that out. Go on YouTube. The spectators. Throw us a subscription. Show us some love. Hit us up. Talk with us, you know. We we in the streets, so hit us up. Let's let's chop it up. Best part about that plug is I'm right back in it. I know what I was talking about. Well, you you <laughs> see that? That's what I'm talking about, baby. Come so on. we get so we get a couple of years past the whole nonsense trade that happens between the Nets and the Celtics. All the mm-hmm. draft picks, all the drama. Brown and Tatum are part of that trade essentially. The Nets mm-hmm. stunk cheeks because Darren Williams didn't know how to lay it up anymore. And, and Jason and Kidd pa- was and Paul Pierce cups of water. pooped his pants and <laughs> forgot to play and all that. The dark days. So you thought the Celtics were going to be great for the next decade because they fleeced the bricks out of the nets. And it looked like it was going to be that way. It takes two off seasons to flip. The, the, flipped. the script is totally flipped on its head. The nets are looking really good whenever they have the team healthy, which has been like three total games. <laughs> Which is insane. <laughs> and the Celtics are floundering to try and put a playoff team together. Because yeah. if they lose two consecutive games, they don't have a playoff team. Mm. 
which makes them closer to the Bulls, which they record-wise are closer to the Bulls than they are the Nets. I want to throw that out there, too. That's not a good look. Yikes. And, yeah, the flip's been scripts. I'll say mm-hmm. it backwards <laughs> just for old time's sake. Huh? <laughs> That'll be interesting if uh, Chicago could sneak their way in. I think I think they're too far gone. They're like two and a half back. I mean, if, uh, like you said, if the script gets flipped <laughs> and both lose or win their respective games that they need to, it's not completely out of the question. Now, here's the true question. Do we get a play-in to the play-in if they're tied at the 10 seed? <laughs> no, please, no. I've had they enough. Can, we haven't stop. even got it yet, and I have enough. <laughs> they can stop. Nobody wants a Pacers-Bulls play-in, play-in game. Oh, God. Not a single person. That'll be the lowest-rated, high-leverage sporting event ever. Uh, well, big shout-out to another person who listens to the spectators, Karis LeVert. That's my guy. Much love seeing him healthy. Hope he balls out in this playing game if uh, the Pacers manage to stay there. Do you want me so. to spoil that, or do you want me to leave it? Leave it. Okay. Because I know what's going to happen. Go I, I, I already <laughs> said a couple minutes ago it's going to be <laughs> Washington playing Boston. So I already said it. Oh, my God. So I, I know what it is. We know. We know. But that's still my dog. So it's true. It's cool. It's true. All right, what else we got for today? Uh, we pretty much covered everything basketball. We got a new little segment we want to bring, though. We we do, but before we uh, do that, well, let's get a little bit of a crossover. But not basketball crossover. I'm talking about hop on the track and get it running. Oh, DK Metcalf. Mm. DK Metcalf. Multi-sport athlete, as they know him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he does his hundred meter dash to, attempting to get into the men's team. He runs a 10, three, seven, pretty impressive it, stuff. Insane. He was last in his, he was last in his heat. I think it was ninth out of 15 total. Pretty impressive stuff. I mean, obviously like running people didn't assume he was going to do any sort of good, um, because he's not a runner. But it's, it'll be kind of interesting. He's like he's a little overweight to be a sprinter, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine DK if he just dropped 15 pounds and like spent like 6 to 10 months just training on sprinting. I'm not mad at, at a run. He can do it. Talent's yeah. there. I'm, I'm there. here for it. I love... Whenever there's a chance for a professional athlete to cross sports and do another professional sport, I'm here for it. I don't care what it is. Live the dream. Whether it's Mookie Betts playing bowling, DK running track, Steph golfing. Tebow. Tebow playing baseball. I don't care what it is. I'm here for it because it's dope. Bring back the days of Dion, Bo, MJ. Bring it all back. I'm here for it. The only time I have an issue with crossovers is that every single NFL tight end played basketball. So every time they catch the ball on a jump ball, that's their rebounding ability. But yet none of Shut them up, go Chris and play Collins, basketball. Bro. Shut up, Chris Collins. None of them go play ball. 
Go give them a 10-day contract. Give it to me. I need it. I don't. I don't. Not from them. Anybody else. Give it to Randy. Randy Moss. Let Aaron Judge get a 10-day contract so he can play with his rumored, long-lost twin brother on the Nuggets. Please. I need that. I need it in my life. But Talk about Aaron like, Gordon. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole <laughs> little conspiracy theory that Aaron Gordon and Aaron Judge are, were long-lost uh, twins that got separated at birth because they're both from uh, California. Both got gap teeth, pretty much. Both, both look alike. Both, both Aaron. Yeah, both ad- both adopted. Yeah. They a whole conspiracy theory. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So can, can I'm, I'm still waiting for with the, the mascot spinning on a Segway. I hope so. I hope so. That'll That'll be the only thing he's hit in the last week, so. Mm. (laughs) On to our new segment. (laughs) On to our new segment. Our new segment, we have a brand new segment we're going to bring to you every episode, and we'll post it on Instagram and all that if you guys want to guess before you listen or anything like that. It is called Name That Athlete, where one of us bring you stats, whether they're weekly, career, whatever type of stats of an athlete, and we try and guess them. We talk about them real quick. Chop it up. All nine. Brooke, I want to guess that athlete. So what we got for me? All right. So the this one's been a cool little story throughout the year, right? He, um, he's been balling. He's been balling. He managed to have a 3, 0.373 batting average, a 1.005 OPS, Sitting at 38 hits, 5 home runs, 20 RBIs, and what an astounding ERA of 9.00 in one inning pitched. Whoa, who, huh. who, who are you thinking over there? I have a few people I'm thinking this could be. Uh-huh. Let, let me hear one. Is this Anthony Rizzo? It is not Anthony Rizzo. Okay, that man, right, you got to put some respect on that man because he has a strikeout, my good sir. Oh, my bad, my bad. One, one more guess. Um, one more guess. How many – wait, what was his pitching stats? He In one inning pitched, he has a nine-flat ERA, and oh, he has a five-flat whip. Okay, that's pretty bad. Um, is it Yerman? Ding, 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 ding. Yerman Mercedes. Let's go. Benzo, baby. So I've been, uh, hitting stats one more sign. He has five home runs. He has five home runs, 38 hits, 12 runs, 20 RBIs, a 373 batting average with a 1.005 OPS. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that inning pitch really brought down his war, probably. But, <laughs> but <laughs> that's crazy. And th- this is a. I don't know if I mentioned it on air. I, pr- I told you about this, but. That inning pitch by Yerman Mercedes, he's a catcher by trade, right? He's mm-hmm. a catcher. This team is kind of loaded with catchers. They have they have Grandal, they have Zach Collins, and they have Yerman Mercedes, so they kind of rotate between DHing. Mm-hmm. Yerman Mercedes' first career MLB professional defensive inning was when he pitched. <laughs> it's wild stuff. He never caught a single inning before he pitched a single inning. So take that for what you will. 
But and yeah, Mercedes, he's, a, he's a 28 year 28 year old rookie. Shout out to Aaron Judge. Shout out to Aaron Judge. <laughs> we love our old rookies. No, but he's well, been I mean, balling. Hey, he, it's really cool balling, to see. Bro. And the White Sox have been really good, especially they recently. They have the highest uh, run differential. I think it's at 53. Yes. And the next highest is 36. So they have a big chunk of runs um, ahead. And it's mostly because their pitching has been dominant. I think they have the lowest runs allowed by like 15. Yeah, they think- have a. Uh, 111 runs allowed. What's the next best? Like 120? Um. Well, in their division, the Indians have 121, and then... We're not going to count the Mets because they haven't played like five or six games. Yeah, I was just about to say them. Yeah, that's... Uh, San Diego has 120. Okay, so yeah, pretty good. Pretty good stuff over there. And he and he's a big reason for the offense, so... Yeah. Yeah, like I said, he's a he's been a cool story, and we've been uh, following him a lot. And the White Sox, I've been uh, I've been high on the White Sox too. So it's cool you stuff. Been. You have been uh, cool stuff from there. It's a weird division. The Indians are a game out of first over there, and they've been no hit twice. So <laughs> we we, oh, we didn't before talk about we get that. out. This is a long episode, but let, before we get out of here, you know, we've had it, four it, no we hitters. Had we had to. This was the first time we've actually got to sit down and chop it up so you're right you're right there's been four no hitters this season and we had two last week john means throws a no hitter for the baltimore orioles he's been really really good this year Mm -hmm. i think they're paying him like 0.7 million so that's a cheap that's the cheapest no hitter ever yikes um and then we got wade miley for the like that's a throwback name, Wade Miley for the Reds. I think they picked him up off waivers just to fill in a roster spot, and he got a no hitter out of him. <laughs> I didn't even know this man was still in the league. I, I, if you asked me a week ago from today, I would have told you no. Like I, I had to really sit there and think, who is this man? And then, oh, it's, it's Wade. Yeah, Ray's legend, Wade Miley. It's um, Wade. There was a no hitter for the Reds. They've had the weirdest season ever, but they get a no hitter. Yep. The fourth one of the year. We had a we had one going for the uh, the A's. Actually, they had a no hitter. They had a perfect game going. I think through seven against the Rays. And cool little tidbit here: um, Sean Manaya was pitching, and he is a Valpo high school student. And Michael Brosseau actually broke up the no hitter, who was a Portage, Indiana or high school. And those are rival high schools. That's pretty sick. I didn't know that. Yeah. I got the stats, bro. No, the spectators do. So listen oh, to the spectators and you're going to get what you need to know. Come on. Stop playing. Look at that, man. Stop it's playing. amazing. You know what's a cool little nugget, Jew? That all three of our teams that aren't the Yankees threw no hitters. You had your Reds. I had no. my White Sox. And then we have our Padres. This is true. This is They're true. All, th- all three of them. So you also got to like the teams that the spectators like because this you get great stuff. It's just quality content out of our teams. Um, is it consistent content? Absolutely not. No. F- furthest thing from it. Yeah. In fact, it's very <laughs> rare. But, you know, it's great. W's only. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed having both of us back in the booth. 
Make sure you pay attention to the NBA. We're winding down on the season. MLB's heating up. We're getting towards 40 games in. So a quarter of the season's almost gone by us. And I hope you're enjoying everything we are. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Make sure you follow us on everything at underscore the spectators. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week. And to all the mothers who are listening to this, happy Mother's Day. A little late one. Happy Mother's Day. A little late one, but happy Mother's Day. Shout out to all the moms. We love you and appreciate everybody. Go, go check out any of the socials. Show us some love. See you next week. Peace. See ya.